Welcome to the Mid Podcast, where we talk about random shit, geek stuff, and wrestling. You can find us on Twitter and YouTube at the Mid Podcast. Be sure to hit that like and subscribe button and leave us a comment. You can also listen to the podcast wherever you stream your podcast Apple, Google, Spotify. And if you want to be kind, you can leave us a five star rating. If you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash the mid podcast and select the tier that fits you. You can hear exclusive content and exclusive movie reviews on our Patreon. Also, you can check out our merchandise. You can find that at the-mid-podcast.creator-spring.com and get you some merchandise to rep the show. I am one of your hosts, Catherine, here with my not-so-handsome co-host, Brendan. Ouch. Love you, mean it. Okay. I told you all I've been in a bad mood since Wednesday. So, Brendan, you know what day it is? WrestleMania Saturday. Yeah, yeah, but every Saturday is what for us? Another day of the week. Smart-ass kids. <laughs> it involved wrestling. It is our wrestling review day. So, are you ready to get mid with a little bit of wrestling? See. Si. Let's start this off. Okay, this fucking weekend. Are you fucking kidding me? I had to have my iPad, my laptop, and my television all working last night because there were three different freaking companies holding events that I needed to watch. I can do you one better. I had New Japan up on my phone, Ring of Honor on my computer, Impact on my iPad, and AEW on the TV. I had SmackDown on the TV at first. I had ROH on my laptop. Did Impact come on? I had went and got the iPad and pulled Impact on the iPad. Still had ROH on the computer and flipped it over to Rampage on the TV. It was fun. Like, I didn't know what to watch. I did not pay attention to Rampage. Like, I pay, I think I paid more attention to Rampage and RHO than Impact until they went off. I watch, or I paid attention to Impact after Ring of Honor went off. Yeah, I did too. Until I fell asleep and woke up at like three o'clock in the morning and rolled over and there's my iPad set up in the bed and I'm like, what the fuck is in my bed? I mean, it sure wasn't a hot guy. But yeah, it was fun. Can I just say that there's like too much wrestling this weekend? No, because there isn't. There needs to be more. Like, we just got through watching Stand and Deliver NXT.20. Now we're recording this, and then we're going to go back and watch the first night of WrestleMania. Well, today is Sports Entertainment Day. Yesterday was wrestling. Hmm. 
interesting. So, anywho. Oh, and anyhow, you want to stay tuned to the end of the podcast because we got some exciting news to break at the end of the podcast about our podcast. So, first segment. Are you ready? Yes. How much wrestling do you watch each week? Ram Dynamite. Give me a guesstimation. Dynamite's two hours. Rampage is an hour. Impact's two hours. NWA's an hour. MOW's an hour. New Japan's an hour. New Japan Pro are strong as an hour. Uh, I don't know. I'm guesstimating that I probably watch 15 hours of wrestling a week. I was, mm, I would say something like that. That's a lot. Not really. Seem like it's a lot, but that's a lot. Fifteen hours of wrestling, and if you did that all in one day, and there's twenty four hours in a day, you have eleven hours left, or nine hours left. But like, there's literally some type of wrestling on at at least five days a week, sometimes six. Good, and sometimes seven. And sometimes seven like this week. All right. Second topic. Tag team wrestling gets overlooked. So who is your top five tag team tag teams of all time? Young Bucks of TR Briscoe's. Uh, of all time. The New Day. One more. The Usos. You know, you picked everybody that's recent. Okay. The okay. Briscoes has been doing it for 20 years. Okay. I'm just, just asking. Damn. Mm-hmm. So, what's yours? The Hardy Boys. This is in no particular order. The Dudleys. The Briscoes. FTR. And the Young Books. Take out the Usos and put in the Hardys for me. No, you just said the Usos. Nope. Mm-hmm. Changed opinion. Nope. Cannot change opinions on this podcast. Ah! What's next? No changing opinions on my podcast. I'm not sure, but did we talk about the disagreement between MJF and Tony Khan over an unarranged interview? No. So what are your thoughts on that? And do you want to inform the listeners about what happened? Matt Twell 
didn't tell the AEW PR people that he was doing an interview when he should have told them. And Tony Khan was like, hey, next time, just let us know. So, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on it? Maxwell should have told him. If it's, do, you, do you think it was handled correctly? I mean, it. we don't know if they actually had an argument. They had a disagreement. A disagreement could be just disagreeing on something and not having an argument. So. Yeah. Well, Twitter seemed to want to blow this, like, way out of proportion. And said, this will be the reason that Maxwell signs with WWE in 2024. He would have to do the same thing in WWE. He would have to tell them they're doing an interview. It's like exactly. That and he would probably get harder repercussions in WWE. It's like if you work for a baseball team and you do an interview, you have to tell them you're doing this interview with this person on this day. So... Maxwell's in the wrong. Don't know what TK said. But I'm sure TK was just like, hey, that's time you do an interview. Let us know. And then we're good. And it could have been, you know, Maxwell's people was supposed to tell the AEW he was doing an interview and they could have forgot. That too. Just throwing that out there. For you e-drones. They get on my nerves sometimes. So, my next thing is basically a statement, but I want your opinion on said statement. Are you ready for the statement? Yeah. Jade Cargill has had a more interesting title run than Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Sami Zayn combined. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was interesting. I agree with that statement. Okay. Do you think AEW has booked the Hardy Boys wrong? Given that they've only technically been in two matches? Mm, no. Easy. Matt Hardy got kicked out of his faction, was getting his ass kicked, Jeff Hardy came in, and boom, feud. People don't understand storytelling, it seems. Who are your top three wrestlers in the world at the moment? It can be from any brand. CM Punk. Hmm... Adam Cole. Will Ospreay. Interesting. Would you like to hear mine? Cece. Matt Cardonia. Roman Reigns. 
Brian Danielson. Hmm. That's interesting. So did you hear about the comment Seth Rollins made? I did. What are your thoughts on said comment? I like Seth. Seth lost a lot of my respect, and I hope he gets buried to Cody Rhodes tonight. Well, tell us what you really think. Oh, I can't say what I really think. Sure you can. It's our podcast. We can say what we want to. No. Why? I can't say- because. You'll tell me off the air? Yes. How are we going to get more listeners if you don't tell good shit on the air, Brendan? Because I'm not trying to get canceled. All right, next segment. Paul Heyman did an interview and proceeded to say he has no problem praising AEW if AEW does things that's worth being put over. Your thoughts on Heyman's statement? I 100% agree with him. Just like, I know I rag WWE, but when they freaking do something right, I say they do something right. Like the last Raw or the Raw before this past Monday was actually pretty decent and pretty kept my attention. Yeah. Um, he's a Humpty Dumpty man, but I like Paul Heyman. My name is Paul Heyman. I love Paul Heyman. It's like today I tweeted out that Stand and Deliver was actually a pretty good show because it was. I haven't so, seen the tweet yet because I haven't been on Twitter yet. So it's not that I don't hate WWE. I grew up with it. So, I don't watch it that much besides the pay-per-views, but it's not my style anymore. Like, AEW, Impact, New Japan, NWA, NWA, MLW, AAA, that's stuff I like watching because it's different. And it's not all comedy sketches that aren't funny. Okay. What is your favorite wrestling entrance? Hmm. It could be recent or it could be of all time. Young Bucks. You know what my favorite is? DX. Yep. Sorry. I'm a DX girl. There's nothing wrong with DX. I used to have a DX shirt. So, it came out this week that AEW is not renew- renewing Marco Stunt's contract because of growing growing roster and budget cuts. Thoughts? 
they're letting his contract expire and they're not cutting him out of the blue. So that wouldn't consider being budget cuts. Well, you TK's gonna need to get a lot of the people that he doesn't use out of there to begin with if he wants to bring in people like Samoa Joe. Who is now all elite. Yep, yep. Um Johnny Gargano, still waiting on that TK. And but I think it's funny that they included budget cuts. Now I can understand they're they're saying, hey, we're not renewing your contract because of our roster growing. But for someone to add budget cuts, has anybody ever known TK to budget cut AEW? He's just let people's contract run out. He has literally paid people to sit at home and he has not used them until their contract runs out. You know what I think? What? I think they just use budget cut as a shot. Maybe. Okay. We're almost done with random wrestling news and shit. So, AEW filed a trademark trademark for blood and guts in multiple categories. New pay-per-view name. ROH pay-per-view name. Hmm. Well, AEW did have a blood and guts match last year, year before. Is that the one where MJF jumped off the top of the cage? It's the one where Maxwell threw Jericho off the cage. Yeah. Yes. So what do you think about them filing for a trademark for that? Fun. This next statement, I really want your take on. Your honest take. So WWE President Nick Khan says everyone in WWE has the same opportunity and is treated humanely. After you're done laughing, please give me your actual thought. I don't know if you want my actual thought. Yes. Yes, I do. He is a fucking dumbass. He is the most idiotic con I have ever seen. I Tony Khan on doing coke booking TV shows is better than Nick Khan. Maybe if Nick Khan got Vince McMahon's cock out of his mouth, he would actually do something with his life. This is why his brother is better than him, and he knows it. And that's the nice way of putting it. Do you think AEW needs a WrestleMania type of pay-per-view? No. They have one. They have four. Every AEW event's bigger than WrestleMania. Or not bigger. 
better than WrestleMania. So, no, they don't need one yet. If you could give a mic drop wrestling opinion, what would it be? Mm. Ooh, Roman Reigns is overrated. Okay, man. Do you got one? My mic drop wrestling opinion? CM Punk is overrated. You're lying. All right. So, since you and I both spent the majority of our Friday evening sitting at home (laughs) watching wrestling, what are your thoughts on Ring of Honor's Supercard of Honor, Impact's Multiverse of Madness, of matches, madness. I'm ready for Doctor Strange. Uh, Ring of Honor, 10 of 10. Multiverse of matches, 8 out of 10. So let's talk about impact. So I sent you a message and asked you, were you going to watch Mom? You replied to me saying what? <laughs> Multiverse of madness isn't out yet. <laughs> I said, which I know I was referring to multiverse of matches. I know what you're referring to. I just thought it would have been funny if I said multiverse of madness is out yet. So evidently after Supercard of Honor, Samoa Joe, who was the surprise TK promise that you didn't want to leave when the show was done, or you would regret this missing out, which I think he might have been right, (laughs) said TK buying ROH played a major role in him signing with AEW. Nice. He also said he wants to win everything. Yes, the exact quote is he wants to win the Ring of Honor title, the AEW World Championship. If he wants to if they want to put him in the Owen Hart Memorial Tournament, he'll win that too. This isn't a game anymore. So, yeah. So, talking of Supercard, um, kind of off topic, thoughts on my boy Wheeler Yuta finally winning something. And signing with AEW. I was so excited for Wheeler, which pretty much means he's going to be in whatever the name of the Danielson the Blackpool Compact. I always want to say Combat Club. I always want to say Black Blood. <laughs> That's why I keep forgetting what it is. So, on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you, Samoa Joe, signed with AEW? Twenty. Okay. After Supercard in the media thing, T 
TK said he's interested in having a ROH show as part of a big AEW pay-per-view weekend, like Double or Nothing or Revolution. I'll be right back. Paul's recording. Guess I'll just sit here and drink my drink and get hydrated. Because I have nothing better to do. I'm back. Okay. But yeah, Tony Khan said he is interested in doing a Ring of Honor pay per view at the Double or Nothing weekend. So what's next? Oh, today's Scorpio Sky's birthday. Happy birthday to the best TNT champion of all time. Hell fucking yeah. Get I back to the news. You. I just tagged you in Twitter or something. Get back to the news. That is all my random news. Oh, then let's go into Dynamite and Rampage. Yes. I only had 17 things. I think I'm going to start sending these to you before we record so you can have your thoughts ready. That might help. <laughs> just a tad. Especially when it's like, list your top five of this or whatever oh shit i got free of all this i don't have no time to think about it fine you're good at free balling let that shit swing in the wind oh wait out of the three pay-per-views we've had so far or out of the four what has been in order what one has been the best Supercard of Honor. What second? NXT. Stand and Deliver. Third? Multiversal Matches. Fourth? What was the fourth? I didn't watch New Japan. Okay. Well. So that would be fourth because I didn't see it. I would go Supercard of Honor because amazing. FTR and Briscoes. Oh, speaking of Supercard of Honor, Twitter fucking went nuts because... Every time there was a title change, it was somebody that was associated with AEW. Well, here's the thing. Would you rather have people who are signed to your company win or people who aren't signed to your company win? That's what somebody said. So if these people decide to sign with ROH, then he could put the titles back on said people. Because the only person that didn't lose their title was Gresham. I'm so waiting for FTR Briscoes too. Oh, on Wednesday? Oh, no, that's Young Bucks in FTR. Oh, Briscoes, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, that's... Mm. But, yeah. But your free ball's away thinking about that. Okay. Okay. 
So we are going to jump into Dynamite on Wednesday night. And it starts off with PG Punk and Platinum Max Caster, who has been doing a singles run lately because we find out that Anthony Bowens has been injured. Hmm. So, in Max Caster form, he comes out with a rap. Thought it was funny. Yeah, it was okay. Thought the match was really good. Punk wins. Punk was laughing at Caster's rap. <laughs> I thought it was a good back and forth between Caster and Punk. I did like the point where Caster threw Punk into the corner so hard he bounced off the re- off the belts. <laughs> Caster almost gets a pin. And then we see Punk put Caster in the Anaconda Vice and gets the submission win. And then Tony Schiavone goes into the ring to interview Punk. And Punk says that he is going after the AEW World Championship. And that before his time is over in AEW, he will be world champion. Yep. Ups on match and everything. It was a good match. Punk versus Hangman or Cole or whoever has the championship will probably be a great match. Who would you rather see him wrestle? Adam Page or Adam Cole? I want Cole to win it, but I'd rather Punk beat Hangman. Okay. So our next segment in Dynamite is FTR and MJF promo. And we see Smart Mark in the back putting up signs with Wardlow's picture saying, keep this man out of the arena. Can I mention that I need those FTR jackets that say, fuck the revival on the back of them? You can. FTR looks a little pissed at MJF. MJF proceeds to say Wardlow does not exist in this universe. Talks about the pinnacle. FTR going to get a win against the Ass Boys. And Billy's kids or whatever, it doesn't matter. Next week, we are going to get Sean Spears versus Sean Dean. Which Sean you pulling for? Let's go, Captain. Then Dax proceeds to tell Maxwell... You're our friend. Wardlow's our friend. We don't know what's going on and don't want to be in the middle of it. And then MJF proceeds to tell FTR that Wardlow talks shit about them. And I'm kind of thinking they're not believing what Maxwell just said. That is some childish eighth grade bullshit, Maxwell. Come on. Maxwell's an instigator. He's a pot stir. Shit stir, whatever you want to call it. But yeah. Of course, I mean, he want to come stir my twat. We we could go with that. Just saying. So do you think FTR is going to leave the pinnacle? Yes. 
I had to get you to stop hitting your head on the microphone. <laughs> yes. How long do you think we have before they turn on Maxwell? I don't know. A few weeks. Could be. So our next segment, we have Jay Lethal versus John Moxley. Both are very good technical wrestlers. I thought the match was good. I need a sweatshirt like Mox has on because he was wearing the new logo sweatshirt for the new faction. Blackpool Combat Club. I'm still going to forget that even if I write it down. Put BCC. Oh, there's so much I could say for that. <laughs> Big Caucasian cop. What did you say was Blackpool Combat? Combat Club. Oh, where was I at? Okay. I can see Lethal going back to ROH now that Tony Khan owns it. The crowd was split between Mox and Lethal. Thought the match was a clinic on technical moves. Like the fact they exchanged blows. There was a part where Mox was on the top rope. Him and Lethal were on the top rope. Lethal pushes Mox and lands on the rope. And I wrote, poor nuts. Poor testicles. Poor testicles. I mean... I would rub MJS testicles that I've seen him get hit in before in person that you wouldn't let me go take care of. And we see Moxley gets the win. Your thoughts? What's a good match? Um, nothing really. It was a good wrestling match. Okay, our next match features top guys, FTR versus the Ass Boys, Billy's Kids, a.k.a. Gun Club. And we get Maxwell on commentary. I wrote yes. Boring. When Maxwell's music hit, I believe it was Excalibur apologizing for what was about to take place. The man. Again. The masked man. Man in the mask. I liked FTR repping some NWO style gear. Yeah, that was badass. I need those in I need those FTR NWO figures. I wrote down the 80s called and want their gear back from the ass boys. <laughs> Did we see the match starts off with Colton and Dax? JR says that FTR reminds him of the Midnight Express, which I can see as not being a fan of the Midnight Express because I was a fan of the Rock and Roll Express. But I have seen the Midnight Express wrestle in person, and I can see where he makes those comparisons. Billy Gunn takes out Cash. MJF proceeds to say that Aubrey is the worst referee. I totally agree with you, Maxwell. She is pretty bad. Maxwell, 
you cheat. You have no right to talk about referees. You suck. And we see the gun club mount some offense. And then all of a sudden, the camera breaks away from the arena and goes out into the concourse area or concession area. War dog. Because we see the fine ass, sexy Wardlow. And he is laying waste to security and look at mighty fine while kicking ass. He, you put one of the security guards through a popcorn table. And the table didn't break. But I bet you broke his back. Mm-hmm. Is that a new way of popping your back? <laughs> you have to admit that's good. <laughs> God, I cracked myself up. I'm so fucking funny. Then we proceed to see MJF hollering, security, do your job. And then we see Wardlow comes through the crowd and is pointing at MJF. Finally, security gets Wardlow and forces him out of the arena. FTR gets the win. MJF goes to the ring. Dax pushes MJF. FTR not happy with MJF right at the moment. FTR told Maxwell, they are not in his mess with Wardlow. The match was FTR business, not pinnacle business. And MJF says, we good. Thoughts on all of that. Maxwell needs to get power bombed. Oh, Wardlow's going to power bomb him. And like, after Wardlow power bombs him, I will be happy to rub him down everywhere. finish with your thoughts uh my thought is Maxwell needs to be powerbombed multiple times through multiple tables and ladders and on the chairs and through the announcer's table off the stage speaking of ladders off the rails real quick during stand and deliver that ladder match that dude that jumped off the ladder that was broke going arm. Yeah. Did he really break his arm? Because it sure fucking looked like it. Oh, I think he did. But you haven't heard for sure. No, not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, his arm kind of looked like uh, Phoenix's arm where it was just laying there like, your arm ain't supposed to be looking that way. Okay, back, yep. to, back to Dynamite. That's what you get for doing high-risk maneuvers. Okay, is that all your thoughts on the FTR Apple match? Yep. So next we get a Powerhouse Hobbs Keith Lee promo. I liked it. Then we get a Jericho and Horny promo. I mean, JAS promo. And says that the JAS has been been a revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Daniel Garcia began speaking, saying that they took out Santana and Ortiz and Kingston and that they will be out for good. Then you have the little short dude from 2.0 looking behind the curtain and there's no Santana, Ortiz, or Kingston. Then you have Jake 
Hager looking at through the other curtain and who's standing there? Santana Ortiz and Kingston. And they proceed to jump the JAS. Then we see the fight goes out into the arena. Eventually, JAS numbers are too much for Kingston and his crew. I am so loving, loving Hill Jericho. However, these guys with Jericho are second tier guys just to be back up to Jericho. Unlike those who were in the inner circle who I think actually could perform on their own. Yeah. Your thoughts on all that? Um, Santana and Ortiz need to win tag belts now. And Eddie deserves a title. Nobody in Jess deserves a title because they're all horny. Well, I mean, I wouldn't kick Jericho out of bed. I mean, for 50 goddamn years old, the man does look kind of hot. Uh, any. Why did you turn your screen off? I need to see your facial reaction. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. Yes, I do. (laughs) No, you don't. So basically, you turned it off because you're whacking off. Are you thinking about me? Brendan is thinking about Mickey Mouse again. That's why he turned his video off. Chris Jericho, get you that riled up. No. Turn your damn video back off. I was going to. So next, next we get a J promo. And we see that Mark Sterling has picked her opponent. And then we see the librarian walk by and Jay is like, hell fucking no. (laughs) And then we find out that she will be wrestling Marina Shafir? I don't know how you say her name. Will be her next opponent. What do you think about that? Jade's going to win. I also think Jade is getting better on her promos. Yes. Next, we have a match. And it is Brian Danielson versus my guy, Wheeler Yuta. We get Regal on commentary. Can I just express with utmost expression love something I don't know but I just adore William Regal calling Excalibur man in the mask all the time like he doesn't call him Excalibur he's just man in the mask man in the mask is that like man in the moon just wondering but I love it Regal proceeds to say that he's interested in young Yuta I thought the match was good Yuta held his own against Danielson. I can see Yuta being asked to join the black. This is what I wrote. The black combat club. A black pool combat club. I missed the word pool when I wrote my notes. (laughs) Also, I noted that we've seen Yuta on Dynamite several weeks in a row now. 
Yes. Utah begins fighting back after Danielson had offense. Danielson gets the win by submission. Your thoughts on the Utah Danielson match? Goated. What's well, a good match? Showed Utah being really good. Showed Danielson being amazing. And then, yeah, Utah's joining Mox and Danielson. In the Blackpool Combat Club. I got it right. If you did something, I didn't hear it. I did. I gave some applause. Um, next, we have Adam Cole and the Red Dragon Championship Celebration. Yay! I know your dick was standing tall for this. Yay, the undisputed elite. I thought it was funny that they put tape with their name over the nameplates <laughs> on the belts. Was funny. That's like so redneckish. Like that would so be something like redneck people would do. And no offense to redneck people because my daddy is a redneck. That would be something he would do. I am a master of redneck kung fu. That's what I posted in Discord last night. <laughs> Um, I will say the belts kind of looked good on them. They look the best they've looked in recent weeks, in recent months. Cole drops the name Undisputed Elite. New name for that group. Yay. Adam Cole says they, oh, you can't steal something that belongs to you. That they took the belts, not stole them. They did take them. Then Hangman's music hits, and a motherfucker comes in with a driving a Tesla with fucking horns on it. Are you a fucking yuppie cowboy? Yup. You claim you a real cowboy. Couldn't find a horse. He said that he was going to do it, and he did it. I would say this, though. JBL would have been proud. Yeah. Then we see Paige going after Undisputed Elite. Undisputed Elite backing up the ramp, and they happen to run into Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage. JR calls Luchasaurus a giant lizard. <laughs> Shivani proceeds to say a flexible giant lizard. Can I say I'd like to see Maxwell's flexible lizard? I'd like to see Wardless flexible giant lizard. I bet them are some hot looking lizards. And you know, lizards have tongues. Just saying. So they have the lizard, I have the tongue, you figure it out. <laughs> so next, if y'all can see Brendan's face, it is freaking hilarious. He has his hands over his face and his head is staring. 
<laughs> I think I just made him turn like seven shades of red. <laughs> and this is why he loves podcasting with his mother. <laughs> okay, are we ready to move on to the next segment? Go ahead. So our next segment is a Thunder Rosa promo because we didn't get a Thunder Rosa promo the week before because she got jumped by Nyla Rose. I thought it was okay. I'm really not a fan of Thunder Rosa. Sorry, American Keith, I love you. But Thunder Rosa is trash. Better than Maxwell. No. Has Maxwell won a title in AEW? We're not talking about that. We're talking about what trash Thunder Rosa is. Britt Baker's that. Then we proceed to get an FTR promo. Says people claim they take this business serious. Says Friday night they will be ROH tag champions. That they are. That they are. So they predicted correctly. I need, if they can predict that they're going to be tag champions, I need them to predict the lottery number so I can win like lots of monies and I could give some monies to Danhausen and help him with his limp. Yes, give Danhausen all the monies. No, I'm not giving Danhausen all my monies, but I will give him some of my monies because I want a Danhausen shirt. Oh no, I'm just talking about everybody just give Danhausen monies so Danhausen has all the monies he needs to get a blimphausen. Then FTR proceeds to say um, they're going to be the first time, two time AEW tag champions. Dax is, issues a challenge to the Young Bucks as to which tag team is the best. Your thoughts on which tag team is the best? Because I know you like both. Mm. I'll let you know at a later date. This would be one match I'd be okay with it being a draw. Yeah. Because I like them both. All right, so next we get the Bonnie versus Mystery Opponent. Screaming Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Screaming happened. Screaming happened. If you you squealed like a teenage boy getting laid for the first time. Getting a dick sucked for the first time. <laughs> Do you want to inform our listeners who said mystery opponent turned out to be? It's Tony time. And we're not talking about Tony Khan. This is Tony with an eye. Tony Storm. Yeah. I thought the match was good. We see Bunny and Storm going back and forth. I have not really seen Tony Storm wrestle, but I was impressed by what I've seen on Dynamite. And she might be my favorite to win the Owen Hart tournament. Yes. She better win it. I mean, I need to see who else is going to be in it. But right Her now, Jamie Hayter needs to win it. Right now, I'm thinking she might be my favorite. So next. Excuse me. Probably shouldn't be drinking this early, but I am. Um, next, we get a Nala Rose promo. I like Nala Rose. I'm digging Nala Rose. I do too. Then we get, that's the main event? Yes. 
then we get our main event of the night. And it is your boy, goth grandson, Darby Allen, versus the fine-looking Andrade. Fun match. What's well, a good match? I love me some Andrade and Jose. Jose, the assistant, is great. Jose is amazing. He's great on Twitter, too. Him and Toro going on it on Twitter is the best thing on Twitter. Mm-hmm. thought the match was great. Before the match even starts, though, Andrade jumps over the top rope on Darby and proceeds to attack Darby outside the ring before the match starts. Andrade is making Darby look like a rag doll. Andrade slam, uh, yeah, Andrade slam, slams Darby onto the steel stairs. Then finally the match starts after all that. Finally. The ref even asked or even told Darby Allen, he's like, you don't have to do this. He's like, fuck it, I'm doing it. I don't give a fuck. It's my body. So now I wrote Darby officially getting his ass kicked now. Then we see Darby finally mount some offense. Overall, Andrade controlled the match. Then we see Jose come to the ring, but Sting, Grandpa Goth, takes out Jose. Then we see Blade and Butcher come out to take out Sting. Andrade gets the pin. Then we see Blade Butcher in the ring with Andrade, and they begin to take out Sting. And then Private Party comes out to help. And then the Hardy Boys come to save Sting and Darby. Yep. Overall thoughts on all that? Uh, the Andrade Darby match. Really good match. I like the beginning of it where Andrade was kicking the fuck out of Darby. Thought that was cool. Showed how strong Andrade is. Shows the heart of Darby. And uh, Andrade needs the TNT title. But after Scorpio loses it, it's on Bozo. But I hope Scorpio doesn't lose it. Unless it's to somebody I like. Okay, let's talk about Andrade real quick. So, there was a picture of him being at the WWE Hall of Fame inductions last night, and everybody was bitching at him for being there. Why? He was there with his wife. His fiance. They're getting married this summer. Same difference. Not quite. He was there with his future wife. And I'm pretty sure being a former WWE wrestler, or sorry, sports entertainer, Mm-hmm. He still has friends there. Most likely. So people that were bitching that he was there, get off Twitter. Find a life. It's people on Twitter, they won't. This is true. Anyways. But anyway. Rampage. No, we gotta do our top five moments from Dynamite. Oh, fuck. You know, I never write these down. You know we do them every fucking week, dipshit. Um, so, I'll go first so you can have time to think. 
<sighs> number five, Max Caster's rap. Number four, Wheeler Yuta impressing William Regal. Number three, Wardlow laying waste to security. Number two, Tony Storm is all elite. And number one, Andrate beating Darby. Okay, I got it. Five, Danielson and Yuta match. Four, the Caster Punk match. Three, um, Andrade throwing Darby onto the stairs. Four, or two, Adam Cole saying the Undisputed Elite and one Tony Storm showing up. I do have a complaint about Dynamite. Would you like to hear it? What? My one complaint on Dynamite was that several of the matches had similar moves. CM Punk and Yuta laying over the top rope and getting kicked in the head. And several people using pile drivers to set up their finishing moves. That was my one complaint about Dynamite. Okay, control your narrative. Start banning moves. I didn't say anything about banning them, you little bitch. I'm just saying. This is wrestling. As many wrestling moves that there are in a repertoire, you don't have to use the same move in Three matches. Well, sometimes people have the same moveset. So, what would you rate Dynamite? Nine out of ten. I can see that. So, we are moving on to Rampage. Now, I will say my notes are a little sketchy because I was trying to watch Supercard of Honor also while watching Rampage because I didn't want to go back and watch it later. The only thing I paid attention to in Rampage was the Keith Lee match and Jamie Hayter match. Oh, and a Young Bucks match. Which was pretty much all of Rampage. Um, so Rampage starts off with Top Flight and Young Bucks. And we didn't even get an intro. Like, I didn't even get the Young Bucks intro. Yeah. Like, this is a new thing with Rampage. Like, Rampage just starts the motherfuckers are in the ring. Good. They got an hour to do what they want. That's what they're going to do. I did like the part where Dante and Nick drop kick each other at the same time. That was like the second time I saw that move in less than an hour. And then we see where Nick takes out Landon Butler thanks to Darius. I have Young Bucks flying around. Top Flight now flying around. Young Bucks get the win. BTE is going to be freaking awesome on Monday. Yes, especially with Supercard. I mean, how the fuck did they get from Supercard to Rampage? And Rampage was in South Carolina. I don't know, man. They got some television. I think think DK's private plane is like supersonic speed or something. They got like teleportation device or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Not like Rampage's film directly after Dynamite or anything. 
Oh, yeah, because on Busted Open, Mark Henry hosts Busted Open with Dave LaGreca on Fridays. And they Dave always Dave have, they have Tony Khan on there. And Mark Henry goes, yeah, I'll be at Supercar, but I'm going to have to leave early because I got to go to Rampage. Tape mm-hmm. lives. Tape mm-hmm. lives. Then we see a Statlander promo. It was quick. Didn't really take notes on it except wrote quick. Then we have a top team promo. And as they're discussing and they're giving poor jokes, Sammy and Tay take a sledgehammer to Dan Lambert's BMW. Yeah. Somebody has to pay for that. Yeah, I'm sure TK will write the um, rental car center a nice check for that. Um, can I say that I'm really starting to get tired of Sammy and Tay? Oh, because I like Tay, but I am too. Like, yeah. Like, I need to see Ethan Page and Paige Van Zandt kick their ass. Yes. And can I say, all ego, you are looking good. It's Ethan Page. (laughs) All ego, Ethan Page, looking good. I mean, dude looks good in fucking sweats. He also, (laughs) he was also looking good with that block M on his hat. And him saying go blue kind of turned me on. Go blue. Go blue. So then we get a hook promo. Holy fuck. Hook's going to actually speak to Tony Schiavone. Nope. Dan Housen. Dan Housen confronts Hook, curses him, but yet again, it doesn't work. Dan Housen cussed. This is why Dan Housen needs monies. He need money housing. Dan Housen did a cuss housing. He said, what? the hell. How the hell? Hell is not a cuss word, he said. I think it's a cuss housing. I think hell in was another word that he ass. don't. He says ass boys a lot. Yeah, but he said that's because that's Billy's last name, Mr. Ass, because he had Mr. Ass on his shorts. Oh. But I think hell and damn are the only two words that Dan Housen says that he that you can use. <laughs> so then we get our next match, which is the House of Black versus Fuego Del Sol, Stu Grayson, and Evil Una of the Dark I, Order. I forgot this match was on there. I saw Fuego get absolutely murdered with a black mask. That was, like, the only thing I saw in the match. So, Grayson and Matthews start off. Grayson is taking it to Matthews. uh, Fuego tags himself in as Grayson was trying to tag in Evil Uno. And Fuego is alone as Matthew eliminates the Dark Order. House of Black standing tall in the ring. We have Malachi Black beating the shit out of Evil Uno. Uh, Brody King beating the shit out of Fuego and Matthews beating the shit out of Grayson. Then we see Fuego and King back in the ring. 
and House of Black wins. Night, night. And would you like to know who got Chris Jericho's Sports Entertainer of the Week award? The House of Black. The House of Black. Then we get a Young Bucks promo, and I didn't take no notes because it's the Young Bucks, so you know it's going to be freaking awesome. They're amazing. That's all. That That's the note. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Then we get Jamie Hayter versus Sky Blue for the Owen Hart qualifier match, and we see Rebel is at ringside with Jamie Hayter. Um, Sky Blue was looking pretty good. And then Jamie Hayner does a brainbuster on Sky Blue, and Jamie Hayter gets the pin. Yay. Give me Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm now. So now we know that Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm are in the Owen Hart match. Give it to me now. I need that match. Then we get a Pinta promo. I love me some Pinta. And he says, don't forget about Death Triangle. And I literally put a triangle because I didn't fill out. Feel like <laughs> writing the word triangle. <laughs> so it's got death and then a triangle. <laughs> and he proceeds to tell the House of Black, if you play with Fuego, you might get burned. Well, he's not wrong. And then we have the main event, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Keith Lee. and. We see the little interview that Mark Henry had to run over and do because he had to leave Supercard to get over there to do this interview. Mm -hmm. Um, They finally lock up. We see Hobbs bounce off the ropes to hit Lee, and Lee is standing there like a ton of bricks. He didn't even move. Then Lee sends Hobbs outside of the ring. They begin to fight outside the ring. Hobbs is taking it to Lee. Lee begins fighting back. Then we see Starks and Taz running down to the ring. Starks with a chair and hits Lee with a chair. Then we see Swerve come down and take out Starks. And as the ref is dealing with Swerve and Starks, Hobbs actually pins Lee. But there is no ref, so it doesn't count. And we see Taz trying to direct traffic at ringside. Then Keith Lee pins Hobbs for the one, two, three. Then starts hits Swerve with the chair. Then we see, oh, and then he goes through a table. Then Hobbs hits Lee with the chair. Starks gets a table. Hobbs sets it up in the corner. Has this directing traffic. And Starks is cut. And I don't think this is like a fake cut. Then we see Lee has Starks by the throat. Hobbs spears Lee into said table set up in the corner. And Hobbs is standing over Keith Lee and says, this is my show. Give me Keith Lee and Swerve versus Hobbs and Starks now. Like, I needed that two weeks ago. And. Your thoughts on Rampage? Nine out of ten. From what I watched. I'll give it an 8.5. So, coming up on Dynamite on Wednesday, we are having FTR versus Young Bucks. We are getting Christian Cage versus Adam Cole, baby. We are getting a tables match with Blade and Butcher versus Hardys. 
And Brendan, would you like to inform our listeners who is making a appearance Samoa on Joe. Monday? I didn't even get that out of my mouth. Samoa Joe. Not to mention the FTR Briscoes match is for the Ring of Honor tag titles and the AAA tag titles. How is FTR going to wrestle the Young Bucks and the Briscoes? You know what? By wrestling. <laughs> you know what I'd like to see, though? Hmm. I'd like to see the belts on Red Dragon, the tag belts, and then have a four-way between Red Dragon, Briscoe's, Young Bucks, and FTR. Oh, God. Oh, God. Why did you just give me that thought? Did I just blow your mind away? That would be amazing. That would you know be. The... would be amazing. Me seeing Wardlow's flexible lizard. <laughs> anyways, anyways. So your thoughts on an, uh, a four way? Do I need to tweet at Tony Khan to make that happen? Yeah. Anyways, it's that time again. It is almost a time to get ready for the stupendous WrestleMania. That's stupid WrestleMania. It might be pretty good. I guess I need to take my notebook in there so I can take notes. Anyways. So are we doing WrestleMania review as a Patreon or are we just going to do it as a regular? Haven't decided yet. Okay, then. So this week in wrestling has been pretty good. There has been plenty of wrestling, especially yes. yesterday, to watch and keep you entertained. Not to mention there's wrestling on right now as well. Like, I literally tweeted out that I'm wrestled out. After last night, I was like, I am wrestled out. Oh, my God. Not me. So, anyways, Mother, close us out. Oh, our big announcement that I need to make. We are working on a website for the podcast. And once it is up, we will share that information with you. And there you can get our find links to our previous episodes, our store, our Patreon. And it's just going to be all out sweet. Would you say it's going to be too sweet? It's going to be mid. Whoa. Awesome. Awesome. Anyways. Anyways, that is all we have. We will be back on Monday with Random Shit Monday. And WrestleMania. And our WrestleMania review. So, as we say on the mid-podcast, Brendan, because you're mid and you know it, we are mid-out. Goodbye, people.